0: the second season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny.
1: And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes and we might just make it to Wonderland. That
0: sounds like the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites.
1: No movie is too big or too small for us to handle and hey, We'll even have some time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the host of Pop Culture Elevator. Now let's Let's get get this this show on on the the road. road. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is pcepodcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator.
0: When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. Welcome back, passengers, to another episode
1: of Pop Culture Elevator. Hey, guys. Welcome back, passengers. We're so excited to have you today. We are going to be talking about the new feature film, Godzilla vs. Kong.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to call it a a feature film. Sounds like it should be on the uh, big screen, and I guess it still is, but unfortunately, we're not seeing it on the big screen.
1: Well, I guess that depends on how big the screen is that you own. Right, well, you
0: know, 75 inches <laughs> is pretty good with a a nice little uh, 7.2 channel.
1: Yep, yep, I'm uh, sitting at uh, 61 <clears throat> with a, like, 7.1, so.
0: Yeah. It's great. Gotta get that Dolby
1: Atmos, though. Well, I've always loved, uh, I don't, I have Atmos now. I, well, I haven't hooked up all my speakers, but I have, I have it. But, uh, but yeah, um. I remember back in the day, all I wanted to do was watch movies like in my room. So from a very young age, I saved up for the sound receiver and speakers, and I've just always been into like wiring my own systems. It's kind of why I can't commit to the wireless audio, but yours that you have is amazing because it does the sound projection off of each wall without having to hardwire everything.
0: Yeah, dude, no way. I'm I'm not gonna hardwire anything. I don't. I hate having the wires around and having to figure out where to put the wires like i'm not gonna place get a carpet just for that oh it's so much fun for me (laughs) uh, i don't want to do that that sounds annoying i'd rather just have it wireless and work perfect which it does and i'm happy with
1: it's like playing with legos or like connects for me i
0: I like finishing the legos and having them up on the 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 (laughs) shelf or whatever instead of you know wires still around yeah if you have a really crappy wireless system, like don't don't get like a rocket fish just because you really want wireless. You're gonna get lag. Yeah. Um. Anyway, let's say uh, let's let's hear about our sponsor for today, Mark.
1: Okay, today's episode of season two is brought to you by Precise Public Adjusting. Give them a call at eight one seven nine nine two. 5040 if your insurance is not treating you the way they agreed to give them a call they'll represent you and make sure your insurance treats you the way they should and the way they agreed to once again that's precise public adjusting at 817-992-5040 and let them know that pop culture elevator sent you please do now let's get back into
0: it so godzilla versus kong this is the brawl that we've been waiting for since 2014 right just a long time coming Right, so we had Godzilla. We got Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Then we got King of Monsters. yep, And now we have Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, yes. You know, and it's really interesting because this has been something that they knew they've been wanting to do since the 2014 film Godzilla came out. Right. Um, and this, of course, I, I don't know if I'd call this a remake because 1936 is the, am I wrong? Is it 63? Uh godzilla versus kong uh original Mm -hmm. was 1962 i don't know why Uh, i was thinking 36 i was switching them i think it was actually
1: (laughs) i I didn't hear 36 but that's funny
0: but it came out i don't it's just my brain was just switching the dyslexia (laughs) right um but 1963 i think is when it came out to america and 1962 was japan that makes sense uh anyway regardless uh, i wouldn't call this a remake i would it's almost they almost set it up like this fight had happened before so maybe that was the original fight that we saw type of thing Hmm.
1: it it, it falls in line with all the other stories
0: yeah it kind of seems like especially with that opening they gave us like the opening credits showed all like the monster stuff and whatnot and it almost seemed like they were trying to tell us and then of course the, the writing the like stuff on the wall we see that kong and godzilla had fought hmm
1: i'm not 100% sure on that well you know like part of me wonders if that's part of the hollow earth thing because what it seemed like to me and i had to i had to speak with this speak about this with my wife because i was just like well there's two kings and she was saying well maybe kong is the king of the hollow earth And Godzilla is the king of the surface. Well, that's exactly what it is. And so that's kind of what I'm thinking is that, hey, maybe uh, you know, uh Kong was driven out of the Hollow Earth somehow, and they had fought there before, before both of them had left. And then you you come out here and they fight again. So maybe they had seen each other or something similar.
0: You could also argue that Kong was not the first giant ape because we know that he had parents who died <laughs> a, by yeah. the school crawlers uh uh-huh, yeah just a family um, in general. and so and we know that there were more apes at one point uh yep. in hollow earth and i don't i don't ever think that Kong lived in hollow earth
1: um uh but he had his kingdom that he went back to he, he like sat on no,
0: his own throne no i don't i don't believe so i don't i i saw that as him saying i am now king uh, I don't ever believe that he knew uh, anything other than Skull Island. Hmm. Hmm. I
1: disagree, but that's cool. But, that's no, cool but that, then that that's doesn't
0: cool make take. sense for Skull Island. Like, it doesn't make but, sense at all.
1: But that he would go to a random island and have no, it. No,
0: we already he, know and... We already know that Kong's parents were on Skull Island with him. He was, he was younger. Uh, the
1: grave, There was a graveyard there. Yes. With all
0: the... Yes. And we were told that's, that's Kong's parents. They were killed. He was killed by the, they were killed by the giant skull crawlers. And he is, he's grown up there basically because of all the, you know, the people that lived there before the indigenous people and all that. Like, i don't believe that he's ever been to hollow earth even because he he's scared he called it home though yeah it's like only called it home after little girl said your relatives may be down there
1: uh no that's the first word he speaks when he's on the boat yeah because he wants to go back to skull island which is his home i just read that differently
0: But that's exactly, it's not a read differently, like that's what they're talking about. Because
1: she, they even talk about it. He wants to go back to Skull Island. Okay. I took that as, uh, like, he, they were were talking about uh, him knowing where he was going, and then he said home. So, like, I was like, okay, so he knows where he's going home. So anyways, that's cool. I feel like it was more instinctual. Yeah, I feel like he could feel that he was getting closer to the source that they were trying to get him to, so he could, res- like, restore himself a little bit, but, um, but that's that's how, how I took it, yeah. And then arguing,
0: like, a movie that doesn't really, like, the only thing I have with all these MonsterVerse movies is it feels like uh, they're kind of making rules up as they go.
1: I was just going to say, yeah, like, this is this movie, I don't feel like it has a whole lot of lore for us to grasp onto, except for, like, the immediate there's, context. There there's is some lore. lore, but... But it's yeah, like,
0: but... yeah, they show us something, and then they... So, like,
1: yeah.
0: there's my issues, is it comes down to, like, okay, well, uh, explain to me how within, and we don't know how many years is in between... King of Monsters and Godzilla vs Kong, but it's obviously not that much. Yeah, it's not a lot of time. Uh, it's like a year or two at best. Mm-hmm. Um, how we went from the technology in that movie to all of a sudden being able to use these hyper lanes that take two hours or one hour to yeah. get to Hong Kong.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, the from, monorail thing.
0: Yeah, thing. like and, and all this stuff that they figured out. And I'm I'm sure you can figure out a lot of things in two years, but being able to develop a freaking uh, Uh, what do you call it um mind link yeah oh that yeah mind link and they kind of cheated mecha godzilla and like all this stuff that they made it just kind of felt um a little like okay where did this come from now take all that aside this is a fantastic monster movie yeah
1: exactly i mean i actually had fun with the entire thing uh but yeah i i agree that the all of the monster fights. It's basically everything that I wish I had had in like King of the Monsters um, and whatnot, like as far as fights go. Because I felt like Skull Island had a lot of great fights Yeah, with Kong and uh, the Skull Crawlers, but not so much with King of the Monsters. There were fights, but it was really, you know, like we talked about before, it was way more about the human story. Well, that's
0: probably why we don't have another Godzilla or Kong set up. Uh, anytime soon because no one can figure out that formula like even pacific rim excuse me even pacific rim has the issue with not showing enough of it Uh but at least with pacific rim i care about the characters um Mm -hmm. this movie my problem with this is that uh yeah i like the little girl she was fleshed out pretty well i like yeah i liked her a lot i like Um, Rebecca Hall's Eileen Andrews. Yeah. Uh, I like that a lot. And Alexander Skarsgård I found was fine. But then like, yeah, we already know about uh, Madison Russell, Millie Bobby Brown's character. Mm -hmm. But they were just like, okay, now we're going to get someone who's good. We're going to get Julian Dennison, Josh Valentine. We're going to get Julian Dennison who played uh, in Deadpool and Hunt for the Wilder People and is actually a really good
1: actor. And we're just
0: gonna make him say oh, l- funny lines.
1: Yeah, I liked I liked him. I thought he could have been utilized a little bit more. Like uh he, I think you're kind of getting at it. Go ahead. Well, and then Brian Brian
0: uh, Tyree Henry, who's from Atlanta, fantastic actor, mm-hmm. um, who plays Bernie Hayes, this this podcaster who's um, who debunks <laughs> or tries to. Get into conspiracy stuff. I guess not debunks, but gets into like conspiracy stuff and tries to figure it all out. And he's been working for this uh, company, a- Apex, right?
1: Yeah, and uh, he's like a wannabe whistleblower.
0: Yeah, and and he works for them, and he's trying to find something, and he does end up finding finding something. And it ends up he's actually right about this Godzilla stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Apex is is bringing the attacks, and so Godzilla's not attacking because he's a monster. He's attacking because he sees that there's an issue, which is that there's another
1: godzilla but it's he doesn't know about it yet uh right yeah at first i thought he was just attracted to the nuclear power source when it collapses oh, okay. uh and you know we see the whistleblower put eyes on it um bernie right yeah. and um then uh so I was like oh man well and i was like that could be an eye or a power source or both and it was uh but maybe that's what he's drawn to but then we finally get to the mind link portion where they've actually taken uh eudora's head and use that brain as a central processor to remotely control Mechagodzilla.
0: Right, um, but I guess this leads to my point: is that uh, I thought that that Bernie was a great character. Um, yeah. That could have been utilized better. So Bernie and Madison and Josh, all are the three running around figuring out the Apex mystery, <laughs> but they're really only played for laughs. They're your um, yeah. they're your comedic. Role the comedic relief in the movie where everything is very serious. They're mm-hmm. very funny, um, even during the serious moments. I mean, come on, they they get trapped in a room with a skull crawler, yeah, and Mechagodzilla, and they somehow find this weird trapdoor, yeah. Um, that's it's like an thing. observing
1: bunker or something like that. Yeah, but
0: that's another thing I had an issue with is the fact that you don't really get to. They don't really show you a lot of what's happening. You just kind of point A to point B really fast. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. It's an hour and fifty-three minutes, or something like that. It's a it's a pretty it's a fairly short monster movie. Yeah, right. For the others being two to two and a half hours, this one's the shortest of all of them, but actually packs the most action in, which is nice.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of disagree because I, I mean, I feel like they were the the eyes and the ears, our perspective of what's going on in Hong Kong, and so the and. Don't get me wrong, like, in in today's day and age, they normally will cast uh, a character that, you know, they're conveniently an expert at coding or something like that, and it's like, oh, like, every teenager, like, knows coding now, and it's like, oh, Hacking, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, nah, so it kind of harkened back to, like, how it felt to be, like, in the 80s or 90s or even earlier before that, where it's just, or you know, kind of like Stranger Things, where it's like, well, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know I gotta do something. Yeah. And so uh, I so I kind of enjoyed that, they, but I do agree that they could have done more to kind of bring it into this age. They and, were enjoyable. They were yeah, enjoyable. They're characters. Very funny. Don't get me wrong. They were just
0: underutilized. You have yeah, exactly. You have some of these big child actors who are actually doing some great things. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Millie Bobby Brown's got Stranger Things still, and we have yet to see her really uh, do a lot, but I think she can have I I hope she can do more than just look like L uh, Eleven. But, I mean, I think she did
1: way better. She was way better yeah. in this
0: movie than the last
1: movie. Uh, I agree. I, uh, the I, uh, the Monsters. I felt like she had a lot more dimension to her. Like, she yes. was the one. And I think that's why they underutilized um, Fire Fist or uh, Julian Dennison. <laughs> 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 and uh, it, it is because, uh, you know, technically she's, I think she's just a slightly higher echelon or slightly more um, uh, experienced actress. So she gets the... the uh, a seniority there who sure. gets to play the, uh, the the actor who's more on screen or up and that's, front. I'm totally fine
0: with that. Yeah. I just, again, I just think she's underutilized in the movie. Thus, you know, also yeah. like the fact that I'm watching the credits and I'm like, where's Kyle Chandler's name? Like, he's the father. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, all the way he's got like maybe two minutes of screen time.
1: Yes. Maybe. Yeah, and, when and when they argue and when they find each other. <laughs> and, oh,
0: and when he's worrying. Where's Madison? Yeah. How do I get yeah. to Madison?
1: Um, uh hey daughter
0: uh please text her call back okay monarch. right exactly <laughs> i mean but he's 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 back at monarch
1: here's you know yeah. what here's and she's something. in the mon uh, the man i am, Live, not a i know
0: that i i i'm saying some negative things about the movie but as a whole i really freaking enjoyed this movie like yeah. i loved it i actually loved the movie but there's just things in it that i kind of were like okay i wish they would have gone a different route with this and here's one the eyeball that he sees that's that's the the that the power core yeah that bernie sees and it's making the noise um yeah. i was really disappointed in the fact that they did not tie it back to the orca i thought that it could tie back to the orca and that noise that was coming from it could have been part of the alpha the alpha um titan noise that they were making from king of monsters
1: Mm. so i I was kind of glad to be rid of the orca just because of your if you remember my opinion last week i was like any dj could have done that (laughs) you record a couple animal sounds and then change the pitch uh but um but i kind of like what you're saying where maybe the mecha godzilla could use it as like a decoy or hey get over here i want to fight i don't know uh type of uh device or if it had a sonic thing it could you know, they could uh, blow some eardrums out or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway,
0: that that I kind of thought I missed an opportunity just to harken back to the original movie as well. Yeah, but
1: man, um, I mean, also... I, I feel like these are the little little tidbits and like including like Hollow Earth that will lead to a sequel to the to this mm. movie. But they, I don't think anybody like us, them. I don't think anybody really has an idea of where they're going to go from here. I don't even know
0: if they're going to do more. Like they, that's the big the big question right now is whether or yeah. not they reboot it. Uh, way later or if they just because honestly like I am honestly okay if this is where they end a four movie uh, quadrilogy if you want to call it sure, sure. like it felt like a pretty good ending like yeah sure you can make more Kongs with him in Hollow Earth and yeah sure you can make more Godzillas because monsters could always attack mm-hmm. um, but I mean it could have also been an ending like I could have been like okay cool I saw the, the story that they're trying to tell in four movies
1: yeah well for me um like i think that the story of godzilla and kong being on the surface is kind of played out or done in this quadrilogy but uh but if they did more stories of either kong or godzilla back in hollow earth and their adventures slash battles down there that could be a series that could continue this one or as you know that could be cool I would be, I don't I'd be think... okay
0: with it going forward. I mean, we're always gonna have Godzilla yeah. to be around, but like Kong needs another movie. Because Skull Island was so yeah. good we need another Kong. Yeah. And Kong was And so was this. Kong was honestly like my favorite part of this movie. Like I same. thought I'd I thought I'd be rooting for Godzilla the whole time. Yeah, same. But I ended up like oh, within the no, first I was like Kong. Know, for the first ten minutes, I was like within that I was like, okay. Kong, because he's, he's, he's like, oh, got the whole, everything on Skull Island, him throwing the tree and him talking yes. to Gia. Oh, and so and cool. I, this is another thing that I didn't like. Mm. They didn't really give you a good sense that Gia was part of the original tribe?
1: Uh, yeah, she kind of just conveniently shows up. Uh, that was kind of my complaint, is that they really just toss you in right away and uh to these new characters
0: yeah you and... didn't get really any backstory or anything like all yeah. of a sudden... and, but again i liked Rebe- i liked yeah. um eileen andrews and gia was awesome mm-hmm. yep and of course alexander scargard's nathan lind is fantastic mm-hmm. uh but like they're the best characters human characters in the whole film
1: right and i think that was necessary because I felt like the characters were lacking in King of Monsters.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, they were. They were lacking. You know, I liked them still, but they were lacking. Yeah. Um, also, I really liked uh, Elza Gonzalez's Maya Simmons. Ugh, I did not like her character. No, her character. But she did it well. She did it well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like I liked, I, and I, I, her, her demise was fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Uh, I yeah. Exactly. I was so happy when that character died because that's all I wanted the whole time. I was just like, Oh no, uh, more of this, uh, cockiness, just like severe cockiness. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of tired of it. Like male or female. I'm just like tired of that. Uh, well, and how about that kind of banter. And so when he grabs the ship and he confirms, he looks in there and he's like, yep. Yep. She's in there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i love it her last line her
0: last night line is like no wait <laughs> no wait
1: <laughs> um, oh, she was saying my daddy will build you something else <laughs> right <I
0: don't> know. <laughs> uh okay here's another complaint i hate it but it all has to do with the stupid like we've we've gone so far in technology like this is like 2100 technology in the 2000s yeah um but they're able to send that like uh spider bot and it goes in there and it drills into the energy radiation and then yes. we're able to like no no joke they send it it becomes 100 percent analyzed and then we're able to recreate it like immediately immediately i was like yeah ah, i'm a little you kind of you had me at maybe we can recreate it you lost yeah. me at you can recreate it within a second of analyzing it
1: yeah like, and... literally
0: he like turns to <laughs> to uh, ren Ren uh, Serizawa, who's played by yeah. Shiniguri, and he's like, hey, go get in the thing. We're gonna now test this brand new energy source we just got, which <laughs> fries Ren, like electrocutes yeah. him
1: oh, right and, off the bat. And gives good uh, Ghidorah control.
0: Yeah, which again, was not, I mean we know,
1: because we know
0: but like, there was no like oh my god, that's Ghidorah inside Mecha Godzilla and like
1: okay. Oh, I got it, just because that's well, the skull I, I was he was saying, in. We
0: got it from that but it's like i don't know it could have been i don't know there's just it could have been reinforced i guess is yeah as a teacher's mind i'm thinking reinforce these things
1: <laughs> uh and and Well, I think that's kind of like what this, I didn't realize that this movie was so much shorter than the others. And I feel like, I don't know. I felt like I really could have used that extra time uh, to put in details like that, that you're talking about. We're spelling it out. Yeah.
0: But again, uh, again, I, I, these are just minor inconveniences in what is already a really fun monster film.
1: Exactly. I don't think I've had this much fun in a monster film in a long, long time, and, and honestly, like
0: the setup for this movie is is just that Godzilla, if if Kong goes off of Skull Island, Godzilla will recognize that Kong is now out of the place he's supposed to be, and Godzilla will find him and fight him. That's right. th- that's the main thing. We just know because the Kaiju's have an energy, the Titans have an energy, and they're two uh, they're two alpha male um, Titans. They call them alpha level Titans. And they, there can't be two at the same time in one area. And so as they're trying to deliver Kong, so like basically uh, Nathan Lynn's character wrote a book on Hollow Earth. His brother yeah. tried to go to Hollow Earth and they did not recognize the whole uh, the gravity inside. It turns and it flips. And so the gravity crushed the ship that he was in and his brother died. And so now he's yeah. being asked by... Um, by Walt uh, no who is it uh, Walter Simmons mm-hmm. and he's this uh, he owns Apex uh this company that's trying to make the giant Godzilla they want to mm-hmm. find this power source they hire Lindon and send um they send also Eileen Andrews Gia and they're going to f- and um his daughter Maya Simmons And they're going to go into Hollow Earth with these brand new technology, these ships, these gravity ships. What do they call them? Heaves?
1: Heaves, yeah.
0: Um, And they're going to go down in there and Godzilla is – or not Godzilla. Kong is going to lead them there.
1: Hollow Earth, area vehicles, heaves. Yeah.
0: And so they end up going down there. They convince Kong to go because there could be family.
1: Right. Um, And he immediately is like, okay. I'm going to go check them. That's that's why, yeah. That's why I was like – that's home,
0: but um but yeah. I'm not sure what I think. I just think again, if we argue it, it's just becomes one of those things where it's like uh
1: well it's a monster movie. I don't think we have to think that much. Yeah. It's part of the reason why this movie is so fun.
0: Right. And that's fun is like the the big word for it. Like this isn't gonna break any like you've seen monster movies. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just a fun monster movie. And so <laughs> um and it's also it's obviously a versus film. If you've seen every versus film, you know what's gonna happen in the movie. <laughs> Um, but basically they take takes him down there. Kong finds this awesome ax that's made from one of Godzilla's, uh, scales that's on his back.
1: That's what that was. Okay. Oh, you, didn't, you didn't catch. That? I, I, I thought it was a great ax. And I love the jewel atop, but I was like, what is the blade made out of? Uh, And I was wondering why Godzilla knew to charge it. Yeah, it's one of Godzilla's back scales. I was immediately, I was like, oh, that's one of his back scales. So that's pretty cool because, I, I don't know, I feel like that's another way of saying... Uh, that they've encountered each other before.
0: And it's, I guess that's probably part of that. They could have encountered each other before, but it just almost felt like they didn't know each other either. I don't know. It's just a...
1: I think that... Uh, they're monsters. At, at worst, their species has been at odds for a while. Yeah, And just a natural competition type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, th- and so they know uh, that that one another is ain't nothing to fudge with. <laughs> sure.
0: Uh anyway, got awesome axe that charges through the radiation. Um was so cool. And then it was like a side quest. It was like Godzilla yeah. fought Kong in that water and Kong almost died. And I love yes. it. Kong knows, okay, I'm gonna play dead. Like I'm to yeah. play dead and all Well they- I
1: think he was just exhausted. So that I don't too think he was playing.
0: but the ships play dead. Yeah that uh, was cool. And, and, and Godzilla swims away. And then they're like, okay, how are we going to do this without Godzilla coming back? So mm-hmm. they get him on the, the helicopters and the planes. I just would have liked to have seen them yeah. hooking Kong up to that. Like, you know, yeah. and doing that. Like, I don't know. Well, I
1: especially looked. because it would have justified this the net.
0: Yeah. I just uh, want logistics. Give secondly, me some logistics.
1: Yeah, exactly. So if you put the, they, the, you know, tranked and netted him and then put him on the ship, then it justifies all those choppers already being with them. Right. With the gigantic nets. <laughs> so, so I, I agree. Uh, so that have, was a little detail I was wishing for.
0: Now Godzilla definitely would have killed Kong if uh, the people hadn't shot those, uh, those underwater nukes basically.
1: Yeah. He was dying. He was about to drown.
0: Yeah. He was definitely going to die. Um, the fights are epic like that yes. whole fight was epic and uh and then of course their their end boss battle was pretty epic with um mm-hmm. with godzilla just being like stay down yeah like don't just stay like, you don't
1: got to die just bow
0: just stay <laughs> down and i love it they did a really good job of making you see that like godzilla yeah. was like hey stay the f down yeah like without saying it without like it was just like you st- yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just looking at him like you know who's king here, right? All right. Right
0: now though, I want Universal Studios to make an awesome ride that has the screens all around yes. it and just have me get inside a
1: Heave. Yes. And then have us fly around just like the old Star Wars ride in Universal. And <laughs> I, I said the exact same thing during the movie. I go, that's going to make a great ride at Universal. It needs you to know, be, where they
0: fly past his head, right? And immediately. The whole thing, you need to wear 3D glasses. Yep. And you need to sit in an awesome looking heave. And then just oh. have this thing be like a roller coaster ride around. Oh, my gosh. The I'm whole totally time i totally fine with like,
1: it being practical effect. Like, that way they can use the original Kong head. Oh from yeah, the old from old ride that'd one. be cool. Just wheel it back in there. Oh my
0: gosh, it was just so <laughs> epic. That whole that whole scene was just awesome, and I just saw it like that's a roller coaster. That's a ride that you could make at Universal. Uh, you don't even. Uh, I mean, it seemed it like seemed like they made that scene because they knew they're gonna make a ride. Like that's what I it agree. felt like. Yep. Um. So I want that. I want that. You you start off inside, uh. You start off well. It could even it could be that whole scene. You could yeah. start off outside uh, in the um, in the tundra, mm-hmm. in that land of Antarctica. Go through the tunnel, go down, go all the way to his place. Be flying around cool hollow earth. And you're follow, helping out Kong.
1: Following Kong, that's the whole scene. It could be a five minute ride. I don't yeah, know. Really- I love that Kong saves them like he's booking it like they're yeah. they're flying fast and he's running through his, the, the hollow earth uh, and yeah he fights a couple things but then he gets chased by these flying serpents oh those serpents are cool oh man I was like oh no that's not good <laughs> and they uh and yeah I love how he stops turns around and he grabs one by the tail to save the heave Yeah, I, I, because uh, Gia's in there he's protecting well, Gia the whole time
0: the the part that was crazy to me was like, yeah, that fight was cool, but adding in the freaking wing covering Kong's face to suffocate him.
1: Yes. That oh, was so good. That was awesome. Like that yeah. was a
0: cool detail.
1: Speaking um, of cool little details and like, and Gia, I loved when, you know, she would stick her finger up or her mm-hmm. hand rather. And Kong would come down with his gigantic finger and yep. let him pet her or other way around, let her pet him.
0: Right. Oh, and finding out that she has taught him sign language and yes. never wanted to tell Eileen Andrews because he was scared that they'd do something with
1: it. I'm just hoping they put uh, Amy, the gorilla from... Uh, not Congo. Was it Congo? Congo? The... <laughs> Near a nuclear yeah. explosion so he can have a girlfriend. You know, hi, oh, Amy. Good very, gorilla. Very small compared to Kong. <laughs> well, put her next to the explosion, the nuclear experiment, oh. so that she can grow. <laughs> or,
0: or, you know, we, just, uh, we could just have... Um, we could just have them find more giant gorillas or apes, well, I'm sorry, in uh, if Hollow Earth. Speak,
1: he can teach now.
0: Yeah. Um, all in all, like this movie was just a really fun giant monster movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I, I could always go for more monster fights, but I mean, I think we got a really good amount of monster fights in the film. Yes. For, for what we've gotten before. I um. Agree. If I had to rank all of the MonsterVerse right now, uh, it would be Skull Island, Godzilla vs Kong, uh, King of Monsters, and then the original Godzilla.
1: Yeah, I might. I mean, I might tie you for uh, Skull Island and. Uh... Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong but uh, that ranking is essentially the same for me because yes uh, Skull Island like made me laugh and it was really cool but I straight up could watch Godzilla vs. Kong over and over and over again. Well so... to me Skull Island feels like a complete
0: film Yes, all of the characters were cared about. Like we yeah. talked about in the last review, like everything was yep. cared about very particularly. I felt like it was a great film in itself. This one, I feel like there were some issues I had. So that's just why it doesn't make the first spot for me. But I yeah. think this is the more uh, watchable one in terms mm-hmm. of, of just putting it on and having it on. I agree. With Skull Island, I, I have to sit down and watch this I can put on. I could go do some things, come back to it, put on, or I could do some work in the background and still be watching it. Exactly. Um, yeah. But it's it was so fun, so fun,
1: just so much fun.
0: Worth watching. Worth uh, worth HBO Max. Uh, I mean, they're they're knocking it out of the park. HBO Max is killing it. It's my favorite streaming service.
1: And you can't expect anything else. I mean, HBO has bring, been bringing it forever since their inception like honestly like what what year has anybody has anyone ever complained about hbo like not releasing legit content right never yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so and i would have to agree with you like this is this this movie is going to be something that i'll probably watch on repeat for a little while i uh really loves uh skull island uh, but I really do not like the first Godzilla that they brought out in this no, series, not at all. Um, the second one, like legit, could totally be almost tied for for that last place. Uh, but this this movie made all of that worth it. Uh, I just wish, like what we were talking about earlier, I wish they had made it just as long and then put that character development in there so that I could say the same thing about kong skull island about this film that i cared about every single character because of how well they developed them
0: i still think king of monsters is infinitely better than the original godzilla but uh yeah yeah i I don't think they tie at all i think godzilla is still just a meh of a movie yeah Um, no offense to gareth edwards who directed that film i think he's a fine director i just think he didn't do great on that movie Yeah. yeah um but you know what is great what is our sponsors Welcome back, passengers. We're back to the birthdays and news. Let's start it off with a a huge name. April 4th, we have Robert Downey Jr. Oh,
1: the man, the myth, the legend.
0: Like, how do you go from, like, you were big in the 80s, big enough to be in a lot of stuff, then you do a lot of drugs and you get in trouble and you go to jail, and then you get out of jail... And then all of a sudden you're Tony Stark and you're like the biggest movie star in the world. I
1: I loved that about Iron Man 2, like immediately flies into the arena and is like, welcome to the Stark Expo. But he says... Uh, never has a uh, Phoenix story ever been better personified. <laughs> like, I mean, truly he, he straightened. He just, he straightened out his priorities. Well, and he's,
0: you know, he's become finally. one of like the most sought after actors, one of the most paid actors in Hollywood, yep. like just uh, a powerhouse. Um, how, how he's ever going, he's got to do something huge next because you got to step out of those Tony Stark shoes. Like the movie he did after Tony Stark's, uh,
1: Demise and Endgame was Doctor Doolittle, and it's a yeah, terrible, I was, it slopped hard. I, I couldn't watch it because I was afraid. Uh, you know, I'm like, what? But you know, like, no offense, but that's kind of just like easy money. <laughs> oh, <for sure. laughs> so, so I'm like, you know, good for you, good for you. But uh, I'm of the vein where like I'm like never stop doing Tony Stark. Like even if they bring oh. me back little things, never stop, never stopping. You know what? Give me
0: Sher- <laughs> Give me Sherlock Holmes three from Guy Ritchie. And, yeah, and let's see him like kick some butt there because I know his Sherlock is fantastic.
1: I would love that. And uh you know, I mean obviously we had him in Weird Science uh, as one of the bullies, but there's a, f- a film that I don't know a whole lot of people know, but it's called Fur. Uh where essentially he's look he looks like a werewolf or whatever, but uh anyways, I really I don't know why I really liked that movie. It was really good. Uh but anyways, I digress. Uh
0: originally Robert Downey Jr. was supposed to be in um, was supposed to be in um, uh, uh, not 16 Candles. What's the other one? Uh, Pretty, in, Pretty in Pink. Oh, okay, I think he was supposed to be uh, the ducky character.
1: Oh, that... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, can he do it? Sure. But I, I think that he's kind of too cool to, like, make it believable, if that makes any sense. But... <laughs> Like, as far as comparing him to the other actor, about, like, which one's really a nerd, you know, I don't know. I just, uh, anyways. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I am a huge Robert Downey Jr. fan. I would say that... Well, he, he was supposed to be
0: the best friend and he gets the girl in the end, instead oh. of... Oh! Because Ducky kind of sucked in the yes, original. That's it, what
1: I'm saying, yeah.
0: You know, but, uh, you know, at least he's awesome as Lex Luthor in the CW Arrowverse. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, but yeah Robert Downey Jr. is awesome. Well, I was just going to say that he is the only actor that has attached me to a character in such a way that when he died, I was shaken to to my core, to my movie core. And I, like, legitimately could not control myself from uh, sobbing <laughs> in the theater. It's because you think passed. you're Tony Stark. That's Well, I am, you know, just, a, I'm, you know, I mean... I mean, I don't get likeness rights or anything, but, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I, my glasses, I bought them like, cause I love that style. He brought back a style that, uh, frankly was, uh, not, not super prevalent, but he, he mirrored the mirrored that way that I loved to dress and whatnot. And, uh, uh he put it out front and I just, I loved that as well. So anyways, I love Robert Downey Jr. And especially Tony Stark. <laughs>
0: Well, after Robert Downey Jr., we have another heavy hitter, Hugo Weaving, who played... Mr. Smith. Yep, and um, he was also in Lord of the Rings. Yes,
1: as one of the elves, right? He
0: was the he was the king of the elves, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Look, man, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan. I'm not going to remember his name. Uh, I'm not going to probably watch it again for a long time, but he was good in it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm sad that they're not bringing Mr. Smith back for Matrix 4.
1: Um, um. Oh man, that's sad. Well, I guess they did kill him, so it's not really sad. Um, I guess. They, but uh, they did. You they know, killed Neo too. Uh, that's true. But he is the one. But since both of if both of if one of them died, the other one had to die. So I, I kind of get it. But maybe the one has some special rules. But anyways, but he was uh, great also as the Red Skull. Right, so Marvel actor. who did
0: not come back for Endgame, and they got someone else to play him.
1: Oh I, man! Um, but have you ever seen Cloud Atlas? Uh, a long time ago, but uh, he once.
0: plays four different characters, and one of them is a woman, and it is freaking hysterical.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to rewatch that because I did not realize that.
0: Yeah, it was great in that movie.
1: I, he was the voice of Megatron. And he was also in The Wolfman, the movie that I like so much from 2010. <laughs> Hugo Weaving's in so many things though. Like, he's, just he's so good. Yeah.
0: Um, after Hugo Weaving. Blah, blah, blah. After Hugo <laughs> Weaving, we have David Cross. Yeah, the comedian. Comedian David he's... Cross, who's from um, Mr. Show. Yeah. With, with Bob Odenkirk. Yes. Um, but also uh, what am I and this is so stupid, but he plays kind of the villain character in the Curious George film where Will Ferrell played the man in the yellow hat. Yes. Really oh like God, I really like that. Forgot about that already. <laughs> I, I don't know. That movie has such a great soundtrack, and it's such a good movie. I can't wait till my kids have age to watch it, and then we could sit and watch that because he likes monkeys a lot. And so, I'm oh. curious, George. He's kind of like likes it, but he can only watch a few minutes of it till he's like, "All right, turn on Blippy.
1: Well, it's one of those shows that I feel like it could put you to sleep, and if a kid's not ready to sleep, he knows don't watch, don't watch.
0: <laughs> um. Oh and david cross is my favorite thing david cross ever did was of course arrested development where he played uh the never nude
1: obviously obviously
0: (laughs) Um, uh funke (laughs) anyway a great great actor uh natasha leone up next natasha leone who we first probably saw in american pie
1: um No, for me, it was Slums of Beverly Hills. No, that was after America Pie. 98, and American Pie was 99. Really?
0: Yep. I thought that Slums of Beverly Hills was after American no, Pie. No,
1: sir. Oh. And obviously, she was great. Oh, you were telling me you haven't seen it yet, but I loved the show Russian Doll, and I'm looking forward to more of that. It was such a good show.
0: Oh, and her small part in Irresistible was very funny.
1: Yes, hilarious.
0: Uh, April 5th, we have Haley Atwell, another uh Marvel character actor. Uh she was Agent Carter in both the movies and the television series. Yes. Uh and also she had a really good episode of um Black Mirror. You I ever forgot about that? that. Yeah, she her her husband dies, so she orders that like robotic or whatever husband. Yeah.
1: Yeah. um and, and I really liked her in uh Pillars of the Earth. If you I, have watched that I've never movie, watched or it or show rather. It's
0: good. it's good. Yeah. I'm not a big period drama. Uh, uh,
1: my wife has gotten me into them and uh it can be hit or miss, but that one was definitely a hit. Uh after Haley Atwell we have Pharrell Williams. Oh my god. Clips the Neptunes with a not so new label. Uh but yeah, like I've been listening to Pharrell for a long time. Uh and I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I still listen to him today, but he has a little bit different feel today than he did back then.
0: Cause I'm happy.
1: Yeah. As opposed to, uh, when he's jamming with like Jermaine Dupree and, uh, la, 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 la. um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like Rockstar, I think it's called, or Lap Dance is the name know. of the song. Like Top Down, Chrome Spinning. I, I, I love that, um. Uh, I mean I just It think, was a huge hit back then. That's so weird. Uh, I just
0: think back to N-E-R-D. Yeah,
1: exactly. It was NERD's is is that, yeah.
0: Um But yeah, Pharrell's, you know, now he's just making money off of doing uh kids movies and uh just making pop hits and I'm sure he's writing songs for other people and winning Grammys and all that jazz. Oh yeah. Um April 6th, we have the uh never get old Paul
1: Rudd yeah seriously i think we're just having like a marvel birthday day today right (laughs) man himself dude paul rudd looks the same as he did in clueless he really yeah i i gotta know uh is it the is it adrenochrome like what is it one of those conspiracy weird things just just kidding i don't believe in all of that obviously uh, he looks a little bit older but i mean like but he's worked out like he's kept his his shape uh wonderfully like come on like who ages like that
0: right the dude's awesome plus the fact that i love his his acting style it's just so fun
1: yeah it's kind of a sarcastic yeah uh, yeah it's very real that's what i love about him like if you were to go through life like and make it just like funny at every moment that's what it would be
0: no (laughs) i don't want your big box of porn (laughs) (laughs) no Uh, stop trying to give me your big box of porn (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he like yells it. Oh, I gotta watch that again. It's been a while. Oh yeah. Um up next is another giant. Billy D. Williams. Oh. Mr. Lando Calrissian Lando. himself. Yes. Oh man. Uh probably one of the best parts about Rise of the Skywalker was seeing Lando. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh the movie sucked, but Lando was great. Yeah. Um Zach Braff up next. (laughs) I kind of thought he would do so much more than he did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was joking. Like when I, when I looked him up, his IMDB didn't pop up. His Wikipedia page did. I feel like that's kind of indicative of when he stopped working.
0: (laughs) Well, it's like you have scrubs, which was fantastic. It's still good. I still love scrubs. Yeah. Um, But Garden State, like Garden all of a sudden State. he comes out of left field, wrote, wrote, wrote this script, did the soundtrack, directed the movie, starred in the film, and you're like, holy crap, this guy needs uh, needs another hit, you know, like we yeah. need to see more from him, because I still, I like Garden State, I don't, it, it's not my favorite like it used to be, mm-hmm. but I mean it really, it had me, it, it it there's stuff about it that just had me, and I, I'll never... I'll I'll never forget that. Um,
1: yeah, same. It was it was very unique for its time and avant garde and all that. And I just uh, I remember loving it. And also the like Natalie Portman was in that movie with him. Mm-hmm. And the dude who ends up playing like uh, not Sinestro uh, in Green Lantern, the big blobby guy. Oh
0: yeah, uh, Scar uh, St- uh, St- uh, Grad. I can't think of his name right now.
1: Yeah. Anyways, I uh, I just yeah I, li- I like that movie a lot. I like quoting it a lot. And I just thought, yeah, I just thought that, you know, studios would let him, especially because of his notoriety at the time, uh, just run, like, with uh, the pen, you know, and write another movie and bring out another hit because he did so well with Garden State.
0: But he did make another movie and he, instead of studio uh, helping him out, he did Kickstarter and uh, I think the movie didn't do very good. But if you, like, go back and look at his movies, like, he had Scrubs, and then he did Garden State, and then he was in the Chicken Little films. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, I say films. I guess they only made one. <laughs> I thought there was two. I guess he did the video game. Uh, he directed Arrested Development. He... He's
1: uncredited in the Disaster Artists. Right, I, I remember the he... maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but like he did a few movies, and then he kind of disappeared and did some meh. Yeah. And then now he's trying to make a comeback. He's dating Florence Pugh, who oh, wow. is uh, playing um, the sister in Black Widow. So that's yeah. kind of. Although people think it's weird because he's like double her age, but whatever. Um, yeah. after Zach Braff, we have Michael Rooker. Man.
1: I I, I mean we've been watching this guy. Uh, since uh, mall rats, at the very least, if not before that, <laughs>
0: chocolate covered pretzel,
1: yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, man. And if Michael... you don't
1: get ready for your day the same way he does, then you ain't living.
0: Uh, Michael Rogers, yes, jiu jitsu or his karate chops, yeah, or whatever it go. is, uh, he's great, and of course, it's so funny to, to go to Mallrats and then Guardians
1: of the Galaxy, right oh right i mean he's had a ton of other roles but uh but yeah it's crazy to have that leap if you were to say what's the last thing you did and what's the first thing you saw him mean, it's pretty uh pretty uh start right contrast. Well, I, mean, I don't really remember him a
0: lot between Mallrats and uh i think he was in slither but i don't remember he's in a lot of james gunn stuff so probably in slither but anyway um I always think of Walking Dead as seeing like oh my gosh that's right. the dude from Mallrats because he was in the first seal, first season of Walking Dead and then they leave him for dead uh on top of that place like he was uh <laughs> kinda like he was handcuffed
1: so I oh, okay may, well as far as mall like seeing a movie before uh Mallrats with him in it the only movie I think I had seen with him in it was uh okay 2 uh cliffhanger is the one I'm laughing about if you remember that's uh, so it's that's been too a
0: long movie. since I rem- I know what it is it's that, been too that, long
1: that's why I'm giggling and then days of thunder which was a Tom Cruise like NASCAR type of movie uh, but yeah it's been it's it's been a while since I've seen those movies as well yeah it's
0: it's it's been a long time since I've seen any of those so Michael rucker to me is rats and then Walking Dead, and then Guardians of the Galaxy, and then I can't wait to see him. I bet he's the first dude to die in Suicide Squad.
1: No, I hope not. (laughs) The
0: way they showed him in the trailer, he's totally Mm. the first guy to die. There's There's no way for me to say, uh, this dude, uh, is going to live longer than everyone else. Anyway.
1: <laughs> He's going to die the same way in, uh, I think it was Skull Island, right? The guy who gets thrown into the cliff and explodes. He's oh, going to die like that. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. Super tough guy that just does something dumb.
0: April 7th, we have Russell Crowe. Uh, another
1: another yeah, well in Gladiator. Um, Beautiful Mind. Yeah. Uh, virtuosity. <laughs> That's Nobody like knows that
0: movie. It's like bringing up um, everyone loves him in and Les Mis. No, everyone hates <laughs> no, him. No, they in Les did Mis. not. They hate him in Les Mis. <laughs> he just did that road
1: rage movie that I was like kind of interested in. Um, you know, I really liked him in, uh, and this is going to be a very unpopular opinion, but the new Mummy movie. Uh, with Tom Cruise. He was yeah, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, I,
0: I you know, I'd like to see them do more with that, but unfortunately that's done. And In, Invisible Man did so I, well that they're not gonna go back. I to don't it.
1: know why people didn't like that movie. I, I really can't I mean, unless you're just trying to compare it to the Brendan Fraser thing, uh, which was way more fun, but they did a great job with that. Hashtag like, Mark you, likes bad movies. Uh you <laughs> like bad movies, not movies. <laughs> oh,
0: um Russell Crowe, what did I what did I like him in? Oh, I liked him as uh as as uh Jorel in yes. Man of Steel.
1: I agree. And in this uh I think it was the Zack Snyder cut only where uh they have all the clips of his father speaking to him, both yeah. fathers. I loved that. That yeah. was the
0: coolest. It was really good.
1: But uh yeah, I'm also I'm 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 a Zack Snyder
0: fan now. Like I was kinda before, yeah. but now I really am. Like give me more Zack Snyder superhero films.
1: And I uh, like that like has come out and said i'm not doing another batman unless without Zack snyder i love that
0: it's exciting
1: and i love because we were thinking there for i think last time we reported about this we had said that oh the Zack snyder thing's not going to really happen anymore they're going to stick with the joss whedon's kind of storyline and everyone is like restore the snyder verse yeah dude it's it's
0: one of the biggest things uh hashtags right now it might even be bigger than uh release the snyder cut was so it's pretty huge and i'm 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 guessing if wb doesn't say okay let's do this att will be like hbo max let's do this
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Give Snyder some money.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. he's he's gonna be a cash cow now. Like oh, if he gosh. keeps making those movies, well, oh totally.
0: here. Here's what's gonna happen is everyone's gonna be watching what happens with Zack Snyder's zombie movie coming out. Um yeah. Something of the Dead. I can't remember what it's actually called right now. Mm-hmm. But uh everyone's gonna be watching to see if that does well. And if that does well, we'll probably see ATT say, okay, HBO Max
1: get on this well you know how like i I feel like when like growing up and i guess maybe a lot of movies uh there's always like two of a certain movie and there's it's like a battle for which one's better but they're extremely similar and they come out just like within like a couple months of each other essentially this is like a whole new era of that where let's just let it let, let's hire two directors let's see who brings no. it out better let it go out there in the theaters and let us all decide could you imagine the, the work and how much they'd have to pay these actors <laughs> hey that's uh that's a stimulated economy right
0: there man more jobs <laughs> after russell Crowe, we have the amazing jackie chan yeah um jackie chan there's no putting uh this dude does his own stunts, is, like, in his 50s and still does his own stunts. How is he not in so much pain right now? Um, probably is. Uh, I mean, you could say – it's like saying, like, oh, but Johnny Knoxville's in his uh, late 40s and does his own stunts. And it's like, no, it's different. Johnny Knoxville <laughs> does not do the crazy awesome him. things that Jackie Chan does.
1: Oh, totally. And, um I just watched a blooper with him and uh he comes out and instead of saying freeze as a cop, I think it was rush hour or rush hour two, he says cheese. Oh. <laughs> and I, I just thought it was the most adorable thing ever.
0: Jackie Chan's bloopers are so fantastic. I love watching them, especially when you see him accidentally hit a wall and stuff yes. like with his fist and he's like,
1: Oh, oh oh! oh um, yeah,
0: totally. There's not a bad Jackie Chan movie. Uh no. maybe well let's Jackie Chan is never bad in any of the movies he's in. Yeah. He, he did, brings them to life. He did do some weird movies. He just did that one with Arnold Schwarzenegger um, that went straight to DVD. I don't, I don't even remember what it was called, but I remember watching the trailer and being like, this looks like dog doo-doo. This looks like paycheck. <laughs> like, they just take a, No, not the movie. They're getting okay. a paycheck. Oh, I
1: got your free paycheck. Cool, cool. Um,
0: after Jackie Chan, we have another, uh, We have a director who's also a heavy hitter, Francis Ford Coppola. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, The Godfather.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, amazing films.
0: Um, I'm gonna keep on going. <laughs> April 8th, we have Patricia Arquette, another great scream actress, scream
1: queen, dude. Yeah, uh, great I mean, she's the uh, the great scream queen uh, from the Freddy movies. Uh, I think she was in uh, Dream like Warriors. new, yeah, Dream Warriors. Yeah, I was gonna say a New Nightmare, but yes. uh, thank you. And uh, but do you remember Stigmata? When we went to go see Stigmata? Yeah, dude, Stigmata is a good movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know if, like, I think I tried to watch it, like, years later, uh, years ago also. Uh, and I don't know how well it held up. But when it came out, dude, it was so good. It started
0: making people question if the Vatican really did have all these things exactly. that they were hiding. and Which uh, they do. I'm sure they do. They have everything. I'm um, sure they do. But, yeah, that was, I liked it when it came out. It was freaky. Uh, Patricia Arquette was so good in it. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh and uh yeah I I love anytime you kind of vaguely hint about the Vatican like hiding stuff in their libraries. I'm totally in because I'm okay. all about it. I want to know about all the gnostic gospels, all the apocryphal stuff. You need I to
0: wanted. uh you need to watch the two seasons of the Exorcist television series. Oh gosh, it was okay. so good. It was so okay. good. But it What's, talks a uh, lot about that stuff. At that. It was on Fox, I think. Okay. 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 For two seasons. You probably can find it on Hulu or something. I'm gonna have to check it out. Um, after Patricia Arquette, we have Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch, uh, who I originally saw on Friday Night Lights, the television series, uh-huh. um, but he also portrayed the only live action Gambit we've ever gotten oh, in know. the terrible X Men Origins. <sighs> Uh, yeah, it was Wolverine, the first meaningful. one, right? Yeah, yeah the first really one He was an all right gambit. Um yeah, I was kind go. of excited to see Channing Tatum's gambit, but that's never gonna happen.
1: Um I don't know how excited I would be about that one, but I'm just excited to get any gambit and they just won't I feel like he had one of the biggest followings. Um, you know, obviously behind like Magneto and like Wolverine and stuff, but like uh and they just wouldn't give him to us. Yeah, they, I just, don't know. they
0: just won't. I don't know. Um, but you know, I, again, I thought he would do more. He did Battleship, or battle, battle, Battleship. Yeah, he did Battleship. John Carter. John Carter. John Carter. Snakes
1: on a plane. He was Kyle and Snakes on a plane. Oh
0: man! Oh man. my
1: god!
0: I, I can only keep Snakes on a plane in the midnight premiere. It, yeah. that's always in my head. Midnight premiere. I don't want to watch it again because it was so fun in there, and I know it's gonna be a dumb movie if I watch it by myself. But john carter pissed me off the book was so good how did they yeah. just screw that up anyway after <laughs> after that we have robin wright who was formerly robin wright Penn, but of course she's princess buttercup in um the the brain went totally blank blank last the princess bride oh my god the princess bride
1: Ah, oh, okay okay
0: which i absolutely loved uh it's such a good movie.
1: And then she's Hippolyta. No yeah. no no. Antiope. Antiope uh, yeah. In uh Wonder Woman. Yes. <sighs> yes. <Antiope. I> like <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, uh yeah, she and she's great. And obviously she was Jenny in Forrest Gump. And Jenny. don't get me started. I just read an article and the arguments about <laughs> how terrible uh Jenny was in that movie uh, are are very fresh. <laughs> she's she's awful. She's the worst. She is the worst. She has and, oh. and uh something that I always had like scratching at the back of my head was was that actually Forrest's child? And I read that in, uh, this article or whatever that I was reading, uh, and I'm like, see, I'm not the only one who thinks that, so, uh, but yeah.
0: But also, she was in, uh, House of Cards, she played mm-hmm. the wife of, uh, of, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Kevin Spacey? Kevin Spacey, thank you. Um, Robin Wright's been in Moneyball, um... Unbreakable. She was the wife. Oh, I
1: forgot about that. She's the mom. Yeah, of the kid. Yeah, of or yeah, wife of Bruce Willis. Yeah,
0: yeah, man. Uh, she's just a great
1: actress. Yeah, yeah, she is. Uh, even though I don't like all of her, any of her characters, I she plays them well. I just don't like the person that her character is. Not that she's not a good actress, but she she. Hey, plays if them they can well. make
0: you hate them, it's, then it's
1: yeah, it's the hallmark of a great actor.
0: Yes. After Robin Wright, I had to
1: put in Katie Sackhoff. How do you not talk about Katie Sackhoff? She's amazing. Uh,
0: she, look, amazing as Bo-Katan in, yeah. um, in in The Mandalorian Season 2.
1: And Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica. Right. It's Katie Sackhoff.
0: And she does a fantastic job. Um, what? What am I looking at right now? What are you talking about? Uh, wait a minute. She's in Riddick? Yeah, dude. She's in the um, last Riddick movie. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize that. Yeah, dude. Great. Not
1: a great movie,
0: but she was in it.
1: Yeah, sorry. For a second there, I was thinking that there's like a unannounced un- Riddick movie coming out. No, And I was like, what? Sorry.
0: She was in that 2013 Riddick movie. We're still supposed to get another one, but the question is, one is when? Yeah. Um, I also liked her in the Flash uh, TV series. She plays Amunet Black.
1: Oh right, right. I sorry. I just got into the Flash so.
0: She's a good job, but also she's Bo-Katan in Rebels and in Clone Wars TV series. Um, yeah, I just, I really like her. Also, if you've ever seen that fantastic uh, short film that's Power Rangers, uh-huh. where it's like a dark take on Power Rangers. And yes. It's got, uh, she plays Kimberly, the Pink Ranger.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, also uh, in Star Wars, she's in um, The Mandalorian.
0: That's, that's what I said. She plays oh, Bo-Katan in The Mandalorian.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know why. I thought I heard like a, t- a couple other series. But not well, we
0: one. talked about we talked yeah. about her in the middle. It was the first thing I said.
1: Oh, my bad. My bad. It's all she's good. Of course.
0: Uh, April 9th, we have Kristen Stewart. Um, I don't have a lot to say. I mean, she's from Twilight. She...
1: I loved her in Escape Room. Was she in Escape Room? <laughs> yeah, she's the daughter with like hypoglycemia the whole time. In like, like the horror Escape Room movie. Uh, the one with Jodie Foster and Panic Poirot. Room. Panic oh. Room. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Thank you.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I was like it was like she wasn't in escape room, the horror film. No, she was in Panic Room with Jared Leto and yeah, and Jody Foster. Thank you. Um I liked her in um I don't know. I don't care. Runaways. Twilight I
1: Oh man, I need to watch that. But I uh uh, in Twilight, I didn't really care for her character much, but <laughs> but I, I did end uh, up becoming a little brainwashed for those movies. Yeah, uh, I don't think I'll ever put them on. My no, never again. But uh, if they're on and somebody was like, let's watch it, I don't think I would jump out a window or anything.
0: I don't hate them. I don't love them. I used to yeah. love them. I don't love them anymore. I was forced to love them. <laughs> Dennis Quaid
1: yeah yeah i uh i have to say my favorite movie of his is frequency i was gonna say frequency (laughs) oh good good oh man yeah that movie came out like right after uh my grandfather died essentially and that was just a really i don't know that a whole uh communicating with a loved one after they had passed uh did through other portions of time was just amazing and very touching for me and then he's uh, also awesome in the day after tomorrow I was, I was going
0: to say i can't believe you didn't say day after tomorrow is your favorite
1: <laughs> well I, that was seriously going to be the first thing because I recently just watched it. all of the disaster ramas are always playing in this house uh, so uh, yeah I, I just didn't want to be so obvious that he was that was my first choice
0: <laughs> i do I do want to go back to the '80s and say I really did yes. like him in inner space. Yeah. Did you ever see that where he goes into the body?
1: Uh, I think I've seen parts of it, but it was you know somebody else was watching it's, it. And I it's parts. him
0: and Martin Short. Oh my gosh, oh Meg Ryan, and it's directed by the dude who did Gremlins, Joe Dante.
1: I'm gonna have you to watch. I'm gonna have to see it. It is so now.
0: funny. He he's inside of Martin Short, and Martin Short, of course, can do really <laughs> good body comedy.
1: Yes. So it's excellent. like
0: all these things happening to him. Oh my gosh, man! You need to see. <laughs> Uh, inner space so funny Um, I feel
1: like there's another movie of his that I'm forgetting about but it's okay
0: he was in Jaws 3D oh Um, but I've never really seen Jaws 3D I probably will never Parent Trap
1: that's the one Lindsay Lohan Parent Trap right yeah that's the one that was a guilty pleasure of mine for a long time of course it was I like him in in good company
0: oh yeah he's the father yeah that was a good one of his as well uh, with Topher Grace, right? Yeah, with Topher Grace. Oh, yeah. And also, his little random cameo as General Hawk in G.I. Joe Rise yeah. of the Cobra.
1: <laughs> I was just looking at that. Yeah, it's so cool. I, lo- I love actors that are game for roles like that.
0: Well, especially when you get an actor who's in Movie 43. Like, all of the <laughs> actors they got for Movie 43, and you're like, this is the most lowbrow, like, gross-out humor you've ever seen. I can't believe they got these actors for it.
1: Exactly. That's That's what I love about it.
0: Yeah. Um after David Ark or Dent- why did I say I was looking at Patricia Arquette's name and I said David, David Arkett <laughs> <laughs> After Dennis Quaid, we have Jay Barishell who directed um, that terrible horror film we watched that I can't even remember the name of. Oh, like Random Acts of Violence or something? Yeah, that's right. Random Acts of Violence. I will never watch it again. Uh, (sighs) Jay Brischel, you had so much potential for that movie and you squandered
1: it. We're going to need a director's cut of that. I don't want (laughs) to. uh, But honestly, uh, I would watch it again, but only because I'm just a big uh, Jordana Brewster fan. Uh, Not that the movie was any good. But um, yeah, like this is the end. Goon. Uh, She's out of my league. She's out of my league. Is so good. Love that movie. My wife is shouting at the radio right now as we because she does not like that movie, (laughs) but I love that movie. I make her watch it so many times against her will. (laughs) Yeah, she's
0: out of my league. Is so good. Um, But also, of course, the three um, dragon movies, How to Train Your Dragons.
1: Yeah, Uh, you know, I didn't really get into those. I think I saw the first one. Oh, you need to. But but I did like the first one. Yeah. Oh, he was in the new RoboCop. He's the sniveling sales marketing guy, we'll Tom never, Hope.
0: We'll never, ever watch any of those, uh, um, or the remake.
1: Oh, I, you know, I'm, so don't get me wrong. It, uh, they, could they have done it way better? Totally. But uh, he did a, a good job with his parts. It's, he's technically, his character is the reason why that movie kind of sucked. Look, he's always. trying, always trying to do like some marketing scheme with him.
0: He's always good in the movies he's in. Yeah.
1: So I, I'm, oh
0: man, he's going to be in the Moody's. I heard about the show, The Moody's today i'd never heard of it before
1: yeah neither have i
0: but it's about these uh it's about this family whose three adult children move back into the house oh uh, and it's dennis leary who i actually really like <laughs> uh so i guess season two just started or starts today or something like that so i uh-huh. guess i gotta watch this because i really like jay baruchel
1: oh man and, well, and, and if you remember his role in almost famous He's the guy who's, like, saying. Yeah, the like, journalist, the early yeah. wannabe uh, kind of he's journalist, like, yeah. Not a groupie, just a fanboy, right? Oh, man. He's just, he's like, so a... happy he got autographs. I guess I got
0: to go watch Letterkenny now, because he's in two episodes of Letterkenny.
1: Yes. Oh, he's so funny. He plays uh, an alt-right guy. Yeah. And he is hilarious. Hard-right J. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he's the, he's the worst, but it's funny.
0: If you've never watched this, you should. It's two seasons. Man seeking woman is so good. Oh, okay. Maybe it's okay. three seasons. Three seasons. Man seeking woman. Man seeking woman. It gets it's a good ending. It's, it's, it spans three years, so it
1: has to be three,
0: right? Yeah, dude, it's fantastic. Uh, I really liked it, and I was really sad when it got uh, when it got canceled. But it, they oh. actually gave it a. Um, they gave it an ending, so that's that's happy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What? I forgot that he was in Tropic Thunder and Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist.
1: Oh my gosh. How <laughs> did I forget about Tropic Thunder? But yeah, I think, I think I've only seen Nick and Nora's. I love Nick once. and Nora. I've
0: been actually wanting to watch it lately.
1: All right, let's move on.
0: Yeah. Um, Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning, who's overtaken her sister's spot as being one of the better actresses in Hollywood. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I think there's a difference between, you know, being a child actor versus, you know, coming into an adolescent or adult actor, young adult actor. And um, yeah, I think that, I, but also I don't think that, I think Dakota Fanning's got to be writing that money from when, you know, she was in movies as a kid. Like Maybe, she didn't but not, have not as, things. I mean,
0: not as good as as l fanning's been doing i mean look at freaking l fanning suddenly what she was in let's see what was the big the reservation road was like her first big one and then she did the curious case of benjamin button where she played a seven-year-old but then freaking super eight brought her to stardom because super eight's such a fun it's been a
1: while since i've seen that but yeah
0: um she did we bought a zoo um oh that was her yeah that was okay and then she was aurora in maleficent
1: you know, I just don't think that I've paid attention to her roles, and I—I I guess I'm—I uh, have to apologize for that because I just—I'd have to give those movies another try because I did. Lo- I like Super Eight. I liked there's it a lot. So many
0: movies that I like, Elle Fanning in, and uh, I—I'm—I want to keep following her.
1: <laughs> I feel like she's in a show right now, like The Duchess or something the like great. that, but okay cool cool
0: cool great with um with the dude who plays beasts in beast Uh,
1: oh yeah yes yes uh my my wife has been making me watch that show it is quite funny that looks good um april 10th our last day
0: jamie chung um I, i i i like jamie chung
1: yeah very very pretty very cool uh I think she's in Big Hero Six yeah. as Go Go. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, Go Go. I love that movie. I so really much.
0: I thought her mutant was awesome and gifted uh when the gifted show was on.
1: I don't think I watched that, Excuse but me. now I'm going to because I love anything regarding mutants. Oh, it's great. X-Men uh, it was a really
0: good show. Um it it had uh another actress I really like in it, but I can't I can't think of her name right now. That's okay. Um But she's also in Lovecraft Country.
1: Yeah, I have not um, gotten past, like, episode one on that, but, uh, yeah.
0: How do you not get past episode one?
1: Uh, I think I just wasn't in the right headspace, and I was tired. I just was ready to go to bed, and and I never came back to it. But, you know, she was also in the Hangover movies. She's uh, the second wife of Doug.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember uh, yeah, enough she of is. it. Yeah,
1: yeah, she is. Um, I'm to,
0: wasn't she in? Oh, she was in Gotham. She was Valerie Vale in Gotham. Y- yeah,
1: she I'm trying. In, I think that's where I first saw her. But I, I thought it was something else. Did you watch? Once Or Upon Dra- a time? was it Dragon Ball? It was Dragon Ball Evolution. That's where I first saw her. The movie Ball that Revolution? everyone hates. Yeah, she's like the girlfriend of.
0: Uh, oh my gosh, Chi Chi. She's Chi Chi.
1: Yeah. She's, oh she, my gosh. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh for some gosh. reason, I thought she was Another in... guilty pleasure of mine. I liked that movie a lot. Anyway.
1: But I wasn't a big fan of the... Oh, yeah, well, I Sucker Punch. Didn't get into it. Oh, yay. That movie. I love Sucker Punch. <laughs> I don't, I don't, what you I don't, care? I think it's weird.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um, after J.B. Chung, we have Steven Seagal...
1: Oh he man, was a what
0: a 80s action hero.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh you know, uh that's where uh snapping necks and cash and checks comes from, I think. Uh, but yeah, I what was it? Um Under Siege 2 or something Un- like that? I liked
0: Under Siege. Uh I um, but for me as a kid I just remember uh, the scene one? where the girl pops out of the cake. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh what was it? Uh it's where they're on a train. Under Siege 2. It's okay. It is a sequel. Okay, great. That's my favorite one that he did. I I loved the villain in that one. I, I liked it all.
0: you like Under Siege 2 better than Under Siege? I don't know if I've seen
1: Under Siege 1.
0: Oh, you gotta see Under Siege 1, dude. Okay, okay.
1: Well, that'll help me get back into that. I'm trying to, like,
0: look at, like, it's so funny to watch how, like, the 80s, he did, like, all these movies in theaters, and then all of a sudden, you just see straight to video, 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 yeah. video, 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 all <laughs> the way up
1: in the 2000s. Cut out the middle, man.
0: Oh, jeez. Um,
1: Orlando Jones. Oh, man, I like him a lot. I'm actually uh, re-watching Mad TV on HBO right now, and I, I mean, don't get me wrong, it, it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very dated. I don't think it ages well at all. No. Uh, but uh, it's hilarious, and that's where I believe I first uh, came into contact with him. But I loved uh, him. Wasn't I think Orlando like, Jones
0: the 7-Up guy? 7-Up yours? I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. But was... I, I like him in The Time Machine a lot. He's the um, Photonic Memory yep. Core, Vox.
0: Yeah. Uh, or, Orlando Jones was the share. guy who was like, 7-Up yours. He was the commercial <laughs> for Seven Up. That's where like he got big, and then all of a sudden he started being in things.
1: Oh man, I just I just don't remember it, but that's but, um,
0: awesome. I did like him in uh, Evolution.
1: Yeah, he's like. The, isn't he like a coach? Like He's like the female basketball team's coach or something I like that. I don't remember enough, enough of it. I just remember like it. Yeah, it was hilarious. But he's in Mr. He's Go- the, he's the a- one that helps defeat the monster at the end, too. Yes. He's all covered in stuff. He's hilarious.
0: He's also in the new show, Amer- well, not new show. It's been on for a while, but American Gods. He plays Mr. Nancy. I just like it because it's um, Neil Gaiman.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, excuse me. Well, favorite comedy like movie I think that he's done. Not nah, I'm not going to go with that. But like as far as labeling if it's a favorite, but he's in Bedazzled and he plays some of the funniest like characters when they change who he is uh in, throughout all of the wishes of uh Brendan Fraser. It's uh, so funny. Uh essentially he's a coworker but they keep using him in all the dreams or the wishes.
0: Um after Orlando Jones, we have Mandy Moore. I put Mandy Moore because everyone had a childhood crush on her. Yeah. But uh This is us, my wife watches it. I, I think it's too saccharine for me.
1: It's I like her in saved. I mean Sa- I didn't like her oh. character, but
0: she's good in saved, but my all time favorite is uh walk to remember. I'm How such a sap for a walk I guess to remember. Maybe. <laughs> I'm such a damn sap for that movie.
1: Oh, man. The fault in our stars before it existed.
0: Oh, I love Walk to Remember It. It had the dude in it from uh, from uh, the
1: League of Extraordinary I Gentlemen. Get Over It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, Can't
0: remember his name right now. But
1: do you remember that movie, Get Over It?
0: Get Over he It.
1: Plays like, he's, he's faking his English accent the whole time, but oh and he sucks yeah, yeah he's just an a-hole he's just trying to get the the girl the whole time and he's just an a-hole i can't remember
0: uh yeah it was uh kirsten dunst yeah exactly exactly and then that
1: red-headed fellow i forget who he is
0: oh my gosh is but that like uh learn. now i'm like going through this like ben foster was in it cisco was in <laughs> that's it. him shane west
1: yes Shane West is the guy Shane West
0: um but Mila Kunis a young Mila Kunis
1: yep oh man I hope I just heard something for you that's great
0: oh I have to go back and watch get over it it's been so long since I saw it I just don't I remember Uh. loving Ben Foster was like one of my favorite actors back in the day yeah yeah uh and so I love Cisco has like third third role credits in this (laughs)
1: Oh, <laughs> I love. Well, he's actually an actor in that one. Yeah, Martin Short is Colin the uh, director of the play. Oh Colin my gosh, Hanks is the like, oh my gosh. friend. Oh, I'm freaking <laughs>
0: out now. Get over it's the one where Martin Short's like, you got to put the ice on the front bum.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Keep icing
0: your front bum.
1: Oh I cannot do this without you.
0: Gosh. <laughs> Oh well, yes. no, and now I'm I like, holy crap! That. I'm gonna go watch this because I—that's—that's that's the quote. Whenever I think of Martin Short, I always think of "Cover it, cover your front bum." Yes, <laughs> I, I, I
1: can't front bum. I cannot get through a year without watching that movie because I—I uh, I just like that movie a lot. It's so funny. Well, damn it! Now I'm gonna have to go watch this because I totally forgot about it. You I mean, we'll watch if let me know? I'll watch it I with you or a, in tandem? Oh my god! I don't think it is. Uh, it once was, but I don't think it's on anymore. Anyway, many more. But uh, so we'll we'll go past that. But let's just say, wow! Where did Cisco's acting career go?
0: <laughs>
1: just kidding just it's kidding. gone you're gone 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 i was actually singing uh his parts to wild wild west because we just watched that i totally forgot it was, he sang it's in that hilarious. song yeah i
0: just think of stay. i just thong song is the only thing i ever think of when i think of cisco
1: yeah
0: of course drew <laughs> drew hill i guess um, uh yeah uh Haley jill osman up next he sees go dead people
1: Yes, uh, and secondhand lines. I really like that movie, but I have to say, all time favorite is Artificial Intelligence, oh, God, AI. I hate That movie. How do you hate that? Is you know what? Yeah, everyone I've talked to about that does not like that movie, and it's amazing.
0: No, nah, Steven Spielberg ruined that in that movie.
1: I disagree. Why? It did was you that.
0: It was written and directed originally by uh st- uh. St- God, my brain just was told it Kubrick.
1: Yeah, I was going to say Stanley Kubrick.
0: Stanley Kubrick, and, and he died, and as a favor for Stanley Kubrick, Steven Spielberg was like, I'm going to go and direct the rest of this, and totally made the ending Steven Spielberg-ish. I hate that ending with a passion. I, that ending ruined the whole movie for me, just like the ending of... How was um, it
1: supposed to end?
0: It was supposed to be darker.
1: Oh, Darker? Yeah, I, I could have, I could have dealt with darker. So basically, he's the Josh. He did, he pulled a Josh Whedon.
0: I don't know if he pulled the Josh Whedon. Josh <laughs> Whedon ruins. It but it's a Kubrick film, and and Spielberg makes it a Spielberg film.
1: I get you, I get you. Uh,
0: and there's just some things I don't like about the movie. I, but I absolutely hate the ending. The ending ruined it for me, just like the ending of Alice in Wonderland ruined the whole movie for
1: me. Can can we agree that Pay It Forward was a great movie? Pay It Forward's amazing. Yeah. Um that's something that I feel like a lot of people need to watch. Tusk. Oh man. Well, you're talking about him now being older. I mean, yes. like post Tusk. Sixth sense. Tusk, that was hilarious. He's uh, Tusk
0: is a dark comedy and people don't understand it.
1: Right. Yeah, there everyone a, thinks it's supposed to be a real the,
0: the part where they show uh Justin Long as the as the walrus and he's like Hello? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the, hysterical. The the extreme close up uh, yes. expose is hilarious. Yeah,
0: no, it's it's in <laughs> people don't understand that. People don't understand that movie. Go watch Tusk and watch
1: it like it's a well, dark comedy. You have to watch all of Kevin Smith's other movies or at least one of his other movies to understand his comedic style. To know like that that's going to be a joke essentially. Oh man, I, and, I
0: yeah I um and and uh, Silicon Valley. Did you watch Silicon Valley? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah. the investor guy. It. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um.
1: He's yeah, like you're... a cowboy kind of investor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. 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 But at first, I didn't recognize him. I was no. like, wait, wait a minute. Like Really? Joe
0: Osment got fat.
1: And I never would have thought he'd be able to grow a beard. He, I just remember little young him, you know. He's stuck in that place in my head. Or he well, was for the longest time. I'm trying to think of
0: what I recently, um, if I saw him in anything recently,
1: other than Silicon Valley and Tusk. He was in Entourage. He, I swear he played almost the exact same role, like another investment type of person. Was it in the Was it in the movie though, or was it in the show? It, uh, it was 2015, so that might have been the movie. I'm trying I think to, that's the movie. Yeah, I think that's the movie. I don't. No, I don't... no, no. That's a short. No, 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 no. My bad. I was looking like, at the wrong thing. Yeah, but Travis McGretel... But yeah, I can't, uh, I'm can't. i trying to think of other things that I liked him in that I know I liked a yeah, ton of his book I mean, this, was, is the,
0: this is the movie he was an entourage of the movie
1: okay that's what it was um, what but
0: was. Ha, what we do in the shadows he was so freaking <laughs> oh, <yeah>. funny <laughs> he was so freaking funny in what we do in the shadows oh my gosh oh, um,
1: yeah. oh another Forrest Gump actor he's Forrest Jr oh, he's okay. the kid at the end who All we're right. not sure is actually Forrest, and also does not bear any resemblance to him. <laughs> and then,
0: last but we're going to go on. Last but certainly last, not least. Least but certainly not last. <laughs> last but certainly not least. Charlie Hunnam. Uh, Charlie Hunnam, who his career really got started by doing um, Sons of Anarchy. But uh, I I haven't watched any of it. My parents say it's great. I probably will one day watch it. But I love him in uh, Crimson Peak.
1: Yo! I thought you were going to say Pacific Rim. Because if it's my opinion, it's got to be yours. Just kidding. But yeah, I totally forgot about Crimson Peak.
0: That was a great movie. I love Crimson Peak. I think Crimson Peak, personally, for me, is better than uh, Pacific Rim. But it's both Guillermo del Toro's. So...
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, but yeah, you're talking about like a horror movie versus a monster, uh, you know, kaiju type of flip.
0: Right. But I do also have to bring up um, the gentleman. He was really good in the gentleman. <gasps> yeah,
1: I didn't think I was gonna like it, but also uh, that that brings me to Green Street Hooligans, which is the because re- I didn't think I was gonna like That's it. Right. Green Street and Hooligans. then I remembered his role in Green Street Hooligans, and then I was like, okay, actually gonna be on board like this guy will he's not just gonna be some pretty boy he's gonna be somebody that i can take seriously as being a tough guy hugh jack or not hugh jackman hugh grant uh was the one that i thought i was gonna to have to buy but he ended up playing a character that i uh enjoyed and i didn't he didn't end up being some sort of mobster or whatever which i thought was great
0: i gotta go back i didn't realize that he was in undeclared and i gotta go back and watch undeclared again because of
1: of
0: course i love seth rogan and it's judd apatow uh show um but you know it starred jay burchell and seth rogan and a bunch of others but um i didn't realize that Charlie hunnam was in it and uh now i gotta go back and and do a rewatch. Although that's not a bad thing because I do like Undeclared.
1: Cool. I don't know if I've ever seen it so I need to check it out. You need to go watch Freaks and Geeks
0: and then you need to watch Undeclared. I've seen Freaks and Geeks, of course. Okay. And,
1: and, <laughs> of course. like Undeclared.
0: Undeclared is basically a college version of Freaks and Geeks.
1: Oh! Okay, so now that rings a bell. I, that is on the to-do list, actually.
0: Yeah, There's and there's a lot of actors and actresses. Uh, oh my god! Uh, yeah, so... Thank you for the um, reminder
1: there. Yeah, Amy Poehler's in it. And this is the fun of our podcast, right here. This is right. This is the uh, most amazing example. Like we both just talking, we're like, I gotta go watch that now. Right. <laughs> Now I'm like, get over it. I'm like, want to go back and watch you yeah. get over it.
0: Yeah. All right. Happy birthday to our celebs.
1: Happy birthday. Without you, we would not be able to do
0: what we do. So thank you. All right. We don't got a lot of news, but the news we do have is good news. It's a great. There's no deaths. So I'm happy oh about that. Mortal Kombat has been pushed back a week. Now, before you get before you get all pissed off about this, remember... This is HBO Max saying, "You you signed up for Justice League, Zack Snyder's uh-huh. Justice League. We're gonna get you for another month with Mortal Kombat.
1: Ain't no coupon days at HBO. You got, you got two movies out of this. You
0: got <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League, and you got Godzilla versus Kong. But we yeah. ain't gonna give you Mortal Kombat on that one month. You gotta you gotta. But it, it does. It's exactly if you if you got Zack Snyder's Justice League, now a month later." Uh, you gotta recharge up and get Mortal Kombat because if you watch Justice League, you're obviously excited for Mortal Kombat.
1: Uh, I would think so. I, I mean, but also you, they're doing the whole you know hook them while they young thing. They're young subscribers. <laughs> you you got gotta them. get them hooked on those good Look, that good content. There's so
0: many movies and shows coming out for HBO Max in this upcoming year. It, it's I would right now say it is my favorite streaming service. Yep, I'm so excited. I watch it the most.
1: I completely agree. And HBO, if you're listening, please sponsor us because we love you. And, but also, not just with the stuff that's coming out, but all the stuff from back in the day. All of the collection oh, yeah. of our entire lives and then way more. And, uh, I mean, it's got everything. Every, everything that you could want. Almost. I mean, except for the new stuff We're not that sponsoring brings the Mark. Out. Stop it. But I'm serious. Like, they really, like, if I'm on there, it used to be Netflix, right? If I was on the streaming service, it was. I'm like, never I'm on Netflix anymore. Exactly. Now HBO has taken the throne. I have to say, it's the best. I, I can truly say that. Well, back to Mortal Kombat. Uh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. I'm just kidding.
0: Sorry. It's <laughs> just coming just out April 23rd now instead of April 16th. So we've had to move our podcast. Um. But also, it almost got an NC-17 rating. So I'm really excited. Why did it not?
1: I kind of wish it did.
0: No, because NC-17 comes with a whole slew of can't release here and there and how you release it and stuff.
1: As if things are open. No, I'm just,
0: there are, I mean, they're putting it out in theaters still, so. Oh, they are? Okay. um, Okay. Rated R, you know. Anyway, Netflix, speaking of Netflix, they have reportedly (laughs) spent $450 million to buy Knives Out 2 and 3.
1: I am in. I'm I in. cannot wait to see these sequels.
0: And Ryan Johnson will direct and Daniel Craig will star. Netflix is fighting for that throne.
1: Coming now, back for
0: you, HBO. <laughs> love Lakeith's, Lakeith Stanfield to come back as well. Oh, yeah. That'd be so good. I but I just like Lakeith Stanfield. You
1: think uh, Anna DeArmas would be involved in it at all? No, not at all. She's just done. That story's done?
0: Yeah, I think her story's done. I think it's just a brand new story. Um,
1: her character was so cute. She just threw up every time she told us.
0: <laughs> Um, Melissa McCarthy says she's already recorded her songs uh, for Ursula in Disney's remake live action remake oh. of The Little Mermaid.
1: I I'm also in on that. Ah. Uh, I think that she'll be able to play a really oh, cool Ursula. I'm in for her
0: as Ursula. Yeah. I'm not so much in for the movie itself, but we'll see what they do with it. Uh, you know, I mean, did you like the cartoon? Yeah, I love the cartoon, but I also uh, yeah. loved um, Mulan, and Mulan sucked. Mm, mm, mm. Point taken. Point anyway, taken. Millie Bobby Brown, the star of Godzilla King of Monsters and Godzilla, well, not the star of Kong, but in it. Oh, she was in this. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Millie Bobby Brown, Stranger <laughs> Things, uh, says she's never seen a Marvel, DC, or Harry Potter film. is she she's living under a rock. What's going uh, on? Maybe she's all snobby about her films. I could see her totally being snobby about her films.
1: Or maybe she's just see that young.
0: Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter how young you are. You saw those movies. Well, I maybe mean, her she's... parents just didn't care for those type of movies. Yeah, that's weird. I feel like if they made a re- <laughs> if, they, if they made a American remake or not American, if they just made a remake of Harry Potter, she would be a good shoe in for Hermione.
1: Oh no, lie! But um, also I don't know. You can't replace uh No, Emma. you can't. No, you but um, uh, but seriously, I'm just like I think I would be more comfortable with her saying she had seen those movies and not like them than her not seeing them at all. That's weird. Hopefully, like, a boyfriend
0: she has or something is like, hey, let's go watch these movies. Or girlfriend. I don't care. Yeah. You do whatever you want. We're an equal opportunity watchers, listeners.
1: Love ally? I don't even know what to Uh, say. (laughs) I don't know.
0: We are allies of the LBTQ LBTQ
1: The yeah, plus, sorry. yes, plus community. I'm sorry are, about all We are the not explorers. joking. We are yeah. Allies. No, nothing could be further. Nothing could be. Gosh, just edit that out because I don't know what i was more say. true. Yeah, exactly. I was. Yeah. Oh, I almost said that, that other thing that was say that it's false, but that's yeah. You that's almost totally said the true. false
0: thing, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah You're exactly gonna say further that. from the truth. Yeah, we'll exactly. Say closer sorry. to the truth.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Exactly.
0: Adam Wingard, who directed Godzilla vs Kong is directing uh, an animated Thundercats movie. And I am so Hi. there for that. I love the Thundercats.
1: Um, you probably I, weren't. I remember watching it a little, but I don't think it was slightly before my time. Yeah, where I was, I was going to say it's probably before
0: your time. But you should give the 2011 remake uh, show mm. a try. It's only a season long, but it's, it's okay. on Hulu right now and it's really good. Ooh, I like Hulu. I
1: like Hulu.
0: And here's my favorite news of the day. What's that? Jensen Ackles has been cast as Bruce Wayne Batman in Batman The Long Halloween Part 1 and 2. Mm. And oh, uh,
1: from Supernatural. Supernatural from, yeah. is
0: Dean. Yeah. Oh, my God. So this is what I love about it. It's the Wayne. fact that he played Red Hood in Batman Under the Red Hood cartoon. Oh. Movie. So it's kind of cool to me. It's like the Robin finally has the cow.
1: So this is another animated movie? It's another animated film. It's
0: going to be two parts. One's going to come out uh, Halloween time for us, and the second part's coming out the next uh, season. I forget. But it's a two-parter. I'm excited. I'm a big fan of these DC animated films. I think they're uh, even better than the uh, movies.
1: I have to give that to you. I uh, think that the animated series also uh, are just fantastic, not not just the movies that – uh, they lead to but, but the, show, um, so. the shows are fantastic and I'm actually running back through Superman and Batman which are series. both on HBO Max now um, well, exactly that's what in, I'm talking about in man. HD exactly that's what yeah. I'm talking about and Batman Beyond all the, anyways uh, so yeah I'm super excited for this theory, but I'm about to start running through after I finish those series and go through all the animated movies eventually well you know what our passengers should go through what's that this next sponsor all right Hey, Danny. Today's sponsor is Eddie's Epic Enormous Legos. Hey, those are the Legos governments can use to stop kaijus in their place. (laughs) Indeed. I don't know how good of a business model that is, as you can really only sell a few sets to big cities. I guess you're right. Eddie's Epic Enormous Legos isn't giving anything away. They just want you to know they exist. (laughs) Dang, I was really hoping to put one in my backyard and piss off the neighbors. Yay! All right, passengers, we
0: are to the ending of our show. That is the elevator pitch. I am going to give Mark three random words from a random word generator. And Mark is going to put together a uh, movie idea to pitch to a uh, executive, producer, whatever, on an elevator. He's got about 30 seconds to do so. Mark... Are you ready to uh, have your words
1: ready as ever?
0: Okay, your words are supplies, rehearsal, and bill. Hmm. Hmm. I can't see the word "bill" without thinking of uh, "I'm just a bill sitting yeah, here exactly. on Capitol Hill." <laughs>
1: Of course, a little schoolhouse rock there for you. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm just gonna fire this one off. All right. This one is a movie about the making of a movie, and uh, let's just say that uh, it's a whole bunch of kids. Everyone wants to make a movie, right? When you're, especially when you're young and just getting out of high school, and you're like, what am I gonna do with my life? So these three friends, they decide we're gonna make a movie. So they go. They get all the supplies. And uh, you know they 're just shooting rehearsals, and they're they 're uh, getting really good stuff, but then the guys that were giving them all of these supplies, they are essentially saying hey it 's time to pay the bill you got to pay us right now, or we 're going to shut down this movie and so this is the whole bunch of shenanigans, which eventually leads to a uh, mini bank heist for them to pay their bill to make their dream come true. All
0: right. All right, I'm down with it. So funny that the last two uh, elevator pitches you've done have been, uh, this is something about a real-life thing that's happened. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. I don't know if that's, that's not breaking the fourth wall, but... Not really, but yeah. I, I, get you, <laughs> I get you, boo. I get you, boo. Well, this, this episode of... Uh, Uh, Pop Culture Elevator has made me want to go watch a few different things that I haven't watched in a
1: while. like Yeah, and I hope it's done the same for our listeners. Yeah,
0: we always do, and we love doing this. And as always, uh, if you want to be a guest on our show, if you know anyone who would be good as a guest on our show, or if you have any contacts to people that are celebrities, like maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe Channing Tatum is your uh, cousin, and you can get him on the show, and we could do a magic mic uh, episode. That's oddly specific. I don't know. It's just is the first who, thing. That who, what came cousin to my do head. you know of?
1: <laughs> I have, I have
0: no it was just a random thought in my head. Um, I think I heard a story once about a dude. Oh, uh, a dude was making a, a short film, and he wanted to get someone famous in his short film. So he knew someone who knew someone who was cousin whose cousin was Jude Law. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows. And a guy. he asked the person, "Hey, can you ask your friend if Jude Law would do this?" And he gave Jude Law's phone number. Uh, he gave the person his phone number to give to Jude Law. Jude Law took the phone number, called him up, and was like, "Hey, I heard you have an idea. Let me know what it is." And he told him, and Jude was like, "Okay, you got me for two hours in this place at this time." And Jude Law did this short film for two hours, just as a favor, is a fun thing to do. What? So that if happens? we. happens yeah that happens <laughs> so if you passengers out there know a person who knows a person who knows a celebrity who would love to be on the show or who you could get on the show we would love to have them for an hour talking about a film that we watch that is theirs or yes. any random film they want to watch and talk about hey
1: yeah we I'd can all about that nerd theater I'd be happy to do that let's
0: get Robert Downey Jr. talking about uh, a Marvel film that
1: he's not in oh my god oh oh my god <laughs> Like Marshall. just the idea of like him like walking into the same room, I I would just be or, like, or is just Zoom so call? Heck, I take the Zoom call. Yeah, even a Zoom call, I would, I, I would have to preemptively freak out so that when he comes on the screen, I would just be like, "Hey, what's up, man? Big fan." That's like, the, <laughs> did you ever watch? Did you ever watch the show New Girl? Uh, yeah, with you a couple times. There's this
0: great episode with Prince and prince walks up to them that's and they're funny. just staring at him and he's like hey what can i help you with and he goes oh i'm sorry i haven't given you time to freak out yet you now <laughs> may freak out at both uh, zoe de chanel and um i can't remember <laughs> the dude's name in the show but he they're screaming ah, 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 and then he faints and she's just still screaming it's such a good scene but that's i feel like you'd be like uh yeah yeah <laughs> You'd like you'd run out of the room and go grab your glasses and put them on just so you could look like him and as Tony Stark.
1: I'd be like, "This is your fault. You did this."
0: And then he would look at you and go, "Actually, you look like the grandpa." On up.
1: <laughs> Those are the black glasses. The blue ones. He would like. He'd like the blue ones. Uh, but uh, though, yeah, the black ones aren't his fault. The the blue ones are. Okay. But well, uh, but yeah.
0: If, if anyone knows a person that knows a person, or you just know a person, please let us know. We would love to have it. You can contact us at our Facebook, email, Twitter, Instagram. You know, you can call Precise Public Adjusting and have them call us.
1: You know the number.
0: <laughs> Use it. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers.
1: And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Instagram at Pop Culture Elevator, Twitter at PCE Podcast, and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.